So this day in weather history is as much about naturally occurring phenomena as it is about the weather in that they are all naturally occurring and affect everyone indiscriminately. Earthquakes are just that. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and on all HomePod devices. You can simply click on any of our support stories by the writers at The Weather Network, found on www.theweathernetwork.com. There are links right there as well, so you are never without access to find out what happened. For instance, on October 1st, 1987, when an earthquake shook up Whittier, California, and was the largest to hit Southern California since 1971. This day in weather history. Whittier is a small town located in SoCal, south of the City of Angels, and renowned for being President Richard Nixon's hometown. However, it was on October 1st, 1987, this day in weather history at about 7.42 a.m., when a 6.1 magnitude earthquake jolted Whittier and the surrounding area for a full 30 seconds. It was the strongest since the San Fernando earthquake of 1971, and its shaking effect was felt as far away as San Diego and Las Vegas. The quake violently shook people out of their beds and caused anything not secured tightly to fly across rooms and crash to the floor in homes throughout the area. However, there was a long series of aftershocks that continued to startle and frighten Southern California for days after the initial 6.1 magnitude earthquake itself, further disturbing a population who were already on their last nerve. Because of that, many residents were reluctant to return to their homes. Instead, hundreds of people resorted to camping out in public parks. As is commonly the case in densely populated cities that depend on underground utilities, several fires were ignited when subterranean gas lines were broken by the Earth's movement. In all, only six people perished in this chaos and all died from being struck by falling debris. If you know the L.A. metro area, then you know it is sewn together by an intricate weave of highways, and the Santa Ana Freeway and San Gabriel River Freeways had to be closed near Santa Fe Springs after pieces of concrete literally broke away and cracks were observed in the roads. It is estimated that the Whittier earthquake caused $100 million in damages. An inspection of the highway bridge on Interstate 605 revealed that there were fractures on the support columns, and that closed that down for a while. There were 28 other bridges that also suffered minor damages. Fires broke out from gas leaks, communication systems, and local media were temporarily off the air, and the power was out, leaving numerous early morning workers stranded in disabled elevators. Then there was the damage to property and homes. Throughout Los Angeles, Orange and Ventura counties, 123 homes and 1,347 apartments were destroyed, and an additional 513 homes and over 2,000 apartments were damaged. And then there were also the aftershocks. You see, an aftershock is a quake that registers lower than the initial earthquake itself, and there was a magnitude 5.2 event that occurred three days later on October 4th, causing additional damage in Alhambra, Pico Rivera, Los Angeles, and Whittier, where our story began. The aftershock's effects were assessed as very strong on the Mercalli intensity scale, with damaged chimneys, broken windows, and the collapse of two bell towers at the San Gabriel Civic Auditorium. This event was also responsible for several injuries and one additional death, bringing the total casualty count to eight.
This long series of aftershocks continued to fray the nerves of Southern Californians for days after the initial earthquake. Hundreds of people camped out in public parks for several days, reluctant to return to their homes. Also, during the chaos, many hospitals had to be evacuated as a precaution. While hot spots of looting was reported, it was not, however, a widespread problem. And it was all attributed to the earthquake that hit Whittier, California, October 1st, 1987, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is October 2nd, and it was on this day back in 2015 when we learned the effects that an offshore hurricane can have when mixed with an area of low pressure coming across the continent. Fact. No one wants to miss out on something historical. It's human nature. So if you feel as though you've missed out by either just finding us today or maybe you got busy and missed episodes here and there, you can always get caught up simply and easily. Start by first subscribing to this podcast if you have not already done so from wherever you happen to be listening to me right now. This gets you reminders when the next episode is ready to listen to and also grants you unlimited access to the full library of past shows to binge listen to. They're only five to six minutes each, so it's a pretty easy catch-up. And tomorrow we move on into the month of October with the South Carolina Soaker. Think of this, one day rainfall total, close to 300 millimeters of rain. And it's not a hurricane. Yet, that happened on October 2nd, 2015. It was on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.